What's up, my podcast listeners, my YouTube viewers, and anyone else who follows me on social media? This is another edition of Cut the Shit Get Fit, where I am filming it, putting it on YouTube, and people are enjoying them and, you know, subscribing to my channel, which, if you have not done yet, please, please, please hit the show notes and subscribe to my channel because I'm almost at 300. I think I'm maybe 10 people away from getting 300 subscribers, which is freaking awesome. Um, so thank you for all those people out there who, you know, think that I'm actually providing a lot of good info. Well, at least I think I am. Um, so had a couple questions um, over Instagram about my last couple episodes going into like programming for fat loss. And um, people wanted to see like, how would I create like an actual program? So in my last two videos, I kind of went over how, you know, what exercises I would do for um, someone that was brand new and then how I would eventually progress it. And then somebody was asking like, how would that actually look like if I had like, you know, this month workout A, B, and C, and how I would structure everything. So I'm literally gonna lay out like a one month worth of programming here if someone was training three days a week. And I will showcase um, what exercises are put where, why I emphasize X, Y, and Z, and things like that. Um, and feel free to literally use this in your uh, workouts and you know steal it and see how you feel so I'm gonna create um, somewhat of a like an intermediate um, program here and this would be for someone who has no pain no issues whatsoever with overhead mobility or stuff like that to say this person is ready to go and regardless, maybe they've had some injuries in the past and they're just trying to, you know, bulletproof their body, become more of an ironclad body, AKA my new book is gonna be coming out pretty soon. Um, so we're gonna get started. And similar to my other videos, we're gonna start with two exercises at the top being our core section to get things ready. So over at workout A, we are going to do two exercises. So we are gonna do a band resisted dead bug. If any of these exercises you have no idea what they are, literally go into my YouTube channel and you can just search it and you'll have it along with a tutorial. So boom, you're ready. Um, number two, what we're gonna do here is a simple front plank. So with the front plank, we're gonna go either 30 to 45 seconds. And the dead bug, we're gonna go eight each side. And we're gonna do this three times. And what we're gonna do is rather than going through all workout A, I'm gonna do workout B and C, the first section, to make sure one, this is where a lot of people get their training um, terrible, is 
They don't um, look at, am I overloading a certain movement pathway or plane of motion? Am I overloading my legs in a certain way? And we're going to look at that, how to create a balanced program so you don't overdo like your chest or your glutes or things like that because that can throw into some sort of imbalances or asymmetries i don't like using that word but you'll have something more developed than something else and that'll lead to issues down the road so um which i'm going to kind of go on a tangent a little bit a little sidetrack here um i had a person come in to the clinic and this individual was constantly getting like lateral hip pain anytime they did uh, lunges, step ups, things like that. And um, I was trying to figure out like, hey, why? Like, you know, obviously it's inflamed, some sort of tendinopathy, but like, what are they doing in their program? And this person's a fit individual, like really, really fit. And I was like, tell me more about your programming. And this individual will primarily focus on legs and would do a glute specific uh, workout three days a week and on the other days where they would focus on more upper body stuff they would still do some like glute stuff like your traditional like what you see on Instagram glute stuff uh, to overload it and I was like would it be possible to do what most guys do in the gym where they constantly do say bench press or chest exercises where you know their pec minor just gets so tight that they start rounding the shoulders forward and they're kind of imbalanced right and they don't have enough uh, back exercises to combat the amount of pressing i'm like can you do the same thing with um glute exercises so i was thinking okay well maybe if you know glute max glute meat is being overworked what is being kind of neglected and i was just thinking probably your adductors they serve a purpose not only to you know bring your leg across the midline but also stabilizing your hip and if you're overloading your lateral um glute muscles and your hip extenders i'm pretty sure your adductors are probably not getting enough love so i took this individual into a 90 90 position like i do in my kin stretch classes and told her to do a simple um what's it called um a liftoff for external rotation and if you don't know what this is again hit my youtube page and search it up um but essentially it activates your adductors along with some hip flexion and could barely do it like it was it was a struggle so i'm like okay here we go here's that imbalance that i was talking about before and when we got this patient to focus on more adductor specific work that lateral hip pain kind of went away so you know this can happen anywhere if you're loading one area of your body more and more and more and more eventually it can get into overuse it can serve um a different purpose eventually and just cause more um harm than good so it's really really important that when you are following a program or you know you start exercising you're doing classes whatever it is and you're really consistent is to see if you are overworking something because most classes they're like i'm gonna hit the legs hard and your core hard and kind of forget everything about everything else and then you're kind of left with overuse injuries but let's go back over here to workout b so we are on a1 and a2 here is where i'm gonna put in a bird dog cable row 
And then, here, just a simple side plank. Can't properly spell plank for some reason. 30 seconds. And let's do this eight each side three times. All right, so now we can start talking about how I'm changing stuff up and making a thoughtful, purposeful program. So here we have a dead bug. We are in a, well, a banner resistant dead bug, in a supine position, working a rotary stability, you know, opposite arm, opposite leg pattern. Now, if I had workout B, it would be kind of defeating the purpose to do another like dead bug like exercise or any kind of like supine ab exercise uh, that you can think of. So it's like, why not do um, kind of a complement to it? So a bird dog, which is literally an upside down dead bug, but focusing a little bit more shoulder stability and low back stability, and then challenging it a little bit more with a single arm cable row adds a little bit more of a dynamic, but now I'm kind of complementing these two movement patterns that are very similar, but just now in a prone position compared to a supine position. You know, over here we have a front plank where we're fighting um, anti-extension, and then we have a side plank here to fight lateral uh, flexion. And, you know, now these two are complementing quite nicely. Now, this is where I really like programming because now that I have three days, it's like, okay, sweet. I can now really work on really specific things for the person. And usually what I'll do here is I'll do a half kneel anti-rotation press. Again, check my YouTube page for all these things if you're gonna follow this program. And then here is where I would love to do some sort of um, tall kneeling, um, kettlebell, halo. So we now have, you know, let's do three sets and eight to 10, oops, eight to 10 each. So we have our core section, all three workouts. So the reason why I am doing a um, half kneeling anti-rotation press, we have some anti-rotation for our core, hip stability, and the halo is one, we're working a little bit of shoulder stability too, which a lot of people need, and in a tall kneeling position. So, you know, half kneel, tall kneel positions, super, super, super vital when it comes to developing um, better posture, um, better body awareness, and better stability through that hip junction. So why not kind of double down on both half kneel and tall kneel on the same day, right? Um, so now we have this beautifully orchestrated core section across the board on each day that's going to literally hit everything we need. Now, if I had to, here is like, this is something like, it would be like a specific thing for somebody. And um, you can throw in other things, like we haven't hit um, hip flexion, so you can do like a mountain climber here, feed in the TRX, doing like atomic crunches, whatever it is. But, you know, this is where it's like, okay, I have this person and I wanna like just put as much in as possible, and this is all I can do. But 
we can double up on some sort of core movements later on if needed. But we're gonna come over here into our next section. And remember this next section is what I call kind of like the meat and potatoes where I want like the most important um, things to kind of come after. And what we're gonna do is a double kettlebell, single leg, deadlift. And we're gonna do six on each side at a heavy, heavy weight. Then from there, what we're going to do is just a simple, simple, simple um, single arm cable row. Just standing, nothing too crazy. And we'll do eight to 10 each side. And this is where I like to go like anywhere from three to five sets. So before I kind of go into why I'm doing this, we're gonna go into our next two. And for workout B, what we're gonna do is a uh, dumbbell front squat. And again, we're gonna go six reps to make it heavy. And then here, we're gonna go TRX inverted row. We're gonna do MRAP. As many reps as possible. Again, three to five rounds. And then way over here. What we're gonna add in, oops. Goblet. Landmine. Reverse lunge. And then here, chin ups. And again, three to five times. Here we're gonna do six, here, oops, and wrap. Sorry for all the writing. Okay, let's now go over why I chose all these exercises. So, the single leg deadlift, again, you know that I love single leg deadlifts, but hip dominant exercise in a unilateral stance, dumbbell front squat, so we're gonna have two dumbbells up top here. Um, knee dominant bilateral exercise and then um, goblet landmine reverse lunge um actually sorry i didn't want this to be i have mine okay here not a goblet because we already loaded that pattern see this is this is this is why you gotta look at this kind of stuff um just an offset Offset, landmine, reverse lunge. So now we have a, again, um, sorry, I'm blanking, um, a unilateral um, knee dominant exercise, not a knee dominant, hip dominant exercise, because I consider reverse lunge a hip dominant because you're kind of driving your hips back. So for, in my experience for general population, um, posteriorly, we are, terribly weak and we need to double down on that compared to working 
exercises that work are quads, kind of like the front squat. But I put that in there to still, you know, take the time to develop that pattern rather than doing, I'm just going to be doing deadlift-like exercises. But look at the different loading patterns too. This is where um, my kind of like creativity comes in. So I have a double kettlebell single leg deadlift. So that's two dumbbells on the side. I have now a front squat where I have two dumbbells up front. And now I have an offset load with a landmine where I'm holding the barbell at the bottom and then reverse lunging to the same side. So I have different loading patterns now for my leg exercises up top, which again, people don't pay attention to. So imagine, you know, average person is like, I'm going to barbell deadlift, barbell deadlift, barbell deadlift on each day or barbell deadlift, bench press and back squat. It's like, okay, yes, the bars are in different places for different exercises, but you're still not challenging, say, like a single arm press for instead of your bench press, a single leg deadlift with, you know, one giant dumbbell or something like that. Like the loading patterns need to change in order for your body not to kind of fall in the same pathways over and over and over again. Um, so those loading patterns are why I chose them. Um, so over here, as you can see, there's quite a bit of um, pulling. Again, going back to my whole posterior thing, people need more posterior strength. So I have a single arm cable row, a TRX inverted row, and chin-ups. Again, think about loading patterns. So I have a um, unilateral horizontal row. I have a uh, bilateral horizontal row, and now I have a um, bilateral vertical row. So I'm hitting all different ways of pulling exercises to, again, not overload one. Like, I could easily just like, oh, I'm just going to go chin-ups, close grip pull-down, lat pull-down. It's literally the same across the board, and I'm going to overload that pattern and those muscle fibers. Why not? change things up right and not overload something overuse things like that and again three to five rounds depending on what week i am and my if i'm at week four and i'm trying to like go for it i'm hitting five sets in the beginning i can even do two to three here so now let's move on to the next section here so we're gonna go at four exercise set So we're going to do a half kneel, single arm, shoulder press. And you know, I'm gonna go across the board so you see what I'm gonna do here. I'm gonna do a single arm. Dumbbell bench press. Just as you thought that I was not a fan of pressing, I'm still throwing that in there. Two handed landmine 
press. So we have a half kneeling single arm shoulder press. So I have a unilateral uh, vertical press, single arm dumbbell bench press. Now I have a unilateral uh, horizontal press. And now C, uh, oh, not C2, this should be C1. And then my last day here, I have a two-handed landmine press, which you could probably classify as a bilateral vertical press, even though it's at a 45 degree angle, like we're aiming for overhead. But again, look at the pattern. All presses, but all different movement pathways, planes of motion, and things like that, to not overload one of the other. And this is where Stuff like this helps a lot when it comes from injury prevention. So now let's get into the next bit. Here, we're gonna go, kettlebell bat wings. Again, if you don't know what kettlebell bat wings are, check my YouTube channel. Oops, half kneel single arm, close, grip, pull down, and cable, rope, base pull. All right, let's look at this again. Kettlebell bat wings, a um, bilateral, I would call it horizontal row, again, 45 degree angle on the bench, a half kneeling, single arm, close grip pull downs. So for that one, think of, um, you know, cable machine at the very, very top, you're in a half kneeling position and pulling into a close position, and then cable rope face pull. Again, all pulling exercises, all different planes of motion, all different moving pathways to, again, not overload the other. So I could have easily been like, I'm doing a dumbbell row here. I'm gonna do a single arm row like I did earlier, and I wanna do like a two-handed row. Like, it's, there's not a lot of um, thought process behind that. So now let's get into our third exercise. So here, what I'm gonna do is walking lunges, dumbbells, kettlebells, whatever. dumbbell lateral lunges. Stability ball, ham curls. All right, again, all leg exercises, all different, all working, all um, things that most people miss. So. Walking lunges, we have a knee dominant exercise, that's single leg. We have dumbbell lateral lunges. Again, think about if you are watching this, listening to this, when was the last time you did a lateral lunge or anything lateral for your legs? It's probably been a while. You've probably been doing the squats, deadlifts, and like reverse lunges. And then stability ball hamstring curls. Again, um, posterior work needs to be done and something like that will 
cover those bases that we need. So again, you see this pattern, like I'm constantly working every single movement pathway I can think of. And when I write all this down, I'm constantly like, okay, have I hit everything that I need to? And this is why I love writing programs for three days a week, because I can usually cover all my bases if needed. Um, so last thing here, usually the last one, again, like I covered a lot. Sometimes this is this like extra stuff that the person needs, right? So on, why am I skipping numbers here? This is number three. So here I'm going to put in band pull-aparts. Here, I'm going to put in, I already know what I want to put in here. I'm skipping. All right, so. Band pull aparts, kettlebell arm bar, stability ball saw. When I have usually four exercises in a set, that fourth exercise, I'm constantly thinking of like, okay, what does this individual need before, like after, okay, we're working on core stability, we're working on better upper body strength and stuff like that, like more specific stuff to the person. So if we know that most people um, need more posterior work, band pull parts, great postural exercise, kettlebell armbar, everybody needs um, some shoulder stability. And say this person was one of those people that um, has weak shoulders and had shoulder issues in the past, kettlebell armbar falls perfectly. Stability ball saw. Um, one reason why I put that in there is I already have the stability ball in there and it's just going to be an easy transition to make the person move a little faster, just going back and forth. But also with this one, what I'm looking at too is, you know, most people, again, general population, when you ask them, okay, what do you want to work on your program? My abs. And really what they're saying is like, I want to lose fat around my belly. So sometimes when it comes to like buy-in as a trainer to work with someone you need to kind of give exercises that's going to make them feel like they're like getting a program that's designed for their one thing that they really want which is abs or a, a smaller stomach so creating a exercise combo where something like the saw where you're fighting anti-extension and when you get to those end ranges like you're really going to feel your abs go you're going to be like that's what they're going to remember you know like usually the last bit of exercise are the ones that are going to tire people out and if I put the saw at the very end, that's what they're going to remember. Like, holy shit, that workout was really hard. You killed my abs. But when you really look at it, there's not really any hardcore specific ab exercises other than that. Right? So it comes to like buy-in. So as a coach, I kind of learned that over the years that, you know, last exercise can be like somewhat of a filler exercise, but stuff that the person really, really needs. But um, overall, like we have this beautifully orchestrated program. Like this is like... Be, like go take a freaking like screenshot and like start doing this in the gym like you have four weeks laid out for you and 
you know, if you're an average intermediate gym goer, this is gonna work beautifully. Um, if some are not feeling great, don't try to force yourself doing this, but this is how my creative mind goes when I'm trying to create a program. And I've been programming like this, like I said in my other two episodes, for a very long time, and I have never had any client injure themselves while training, you know, pull something while they're training, or anything like that, or were too sore, or anything. Um, so I kind of pride myself that my programming that I've learned over the years from so many other great coaches in the industry is kind of like, I wouldn't say the holy grail, but kind of like, you know, the secret to finally seeing success in the gym, in life, in whatever you know goal you may have so you know if you follow this then you're golden if you have any questions like honestly feel free to reach out like i'm more than happy to help i'm always answering um, my dms facebook messenger linkedin because i'm on linkedin now um but yeah that's it for me this week i really enjoy showcasing what i do best um which is creating programs to make people move and feel better and just become badasses in the gym um hit the show notes add me on facebook add me on instagram and subscribe to my channel um give me a five-star review on uh wherever you listen to my podcast that's it for me thank you thank you thank you guys you guys are amazing